You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. What's up, Mega Bullers? Welcome to episode 15 of the Derek's Mega Bull podcast. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, we have the man with the ugly stash, Eric Barsh, and possibly the hottest team in the league, the owner of that team, Jacob Smith. We have a fun but a non-traditional episode planned for you guys today. We're going to play a little game. I'm going to challenge the boys to some family feud. We did this earlier in the season, and it was a terrible showing by Eric and Jake, so hopefully they can redeem themselves. We're also going to pick the winners of the new kids on the block in the NSYNC division, and that's really it. We will also discuss the playoff formatting, just to kind of remind you all what it's going to look like since we are two weeks away from the playoffs. But before we get on all into that, let's say hi to the boys, Jake, Eric. How are you guys? Good. Are you just on cloud nine right now, Jake? I'm just rolling right now. I'm. I just keep winning. All my leagues, I just keep winning. It's four game win streak, four and five. You got to be pretty happy with that, especially when you were pushing last place and that license plate. I mean, I I would say the biggest thing that I'm cloud nine right now is uh, Justin Fields had a hell of a week. Um, I also have him in mega and a, another league, a couple other leagues. Um, so yeah, I'm where Fields goes. I you know my teams go right now. Yeah, Eric. that is sad. That is a sad statement. Eric, how do we? I don't know how many how many uh, how many uh, fifty point. Showings have uh, your quarterbacks done this year in any of your leagues? One. I had Justin Fields this week. Oh, you do have Justin Fields. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It was against me. It was against me, too. You know what's really sad is I had a quarterback score 50 points, and I still lost. So, yeah, it, it's not you going beat so well. You beat me. Sometimes it's it just mega, sucks to suck, ball. Eric. In, a, mm. in another league, yes, I did beat your ass, James. Oh, okay. In that league, but... You know, Eric, maybe you need to start taking notes from your wife. Speaking of your wife, we have a special guest joining us today. She is very famously known in this league because for the past two years, she has dominated this league. She is the smarter half of the Barsh family. She is the one that writes all of Eric's notes. She is the seven and two Hillary Barsh. Hillary, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hey, we've wanted you from the start. We'd rather have you than Eric. (laughs) So it's not very traditional that, yes, please put the hat for those watching or those not able to watch this on video. Eric put the Derek's Megable hat on her. That's where it it definitely belongs. But Hillary, how long have you been playing fantasy football? Um, I would say probably six to seven years. Oh. Oh. Eric, how long have you been playing? Probably longer. She's been playing, so she told we were watching a show the, uh, the other night, and Jordan Reed was on it, 
back when he was really good for Washington. And she said that was like one of her first years is when Jordan Reed was really good. I mean, was Jordan Reed ever really good? Or he just was conscious, constantly concussed? (laughs) Before that. Hillary, do you know who the first person you ever drafted was? Oh, gosh. No, I couldn't tell you. I know Jordan Reed was on my team, though. Do you, do you guys know who the first person you ever drafted was? No clue. I no. couldn't even tell you what year I started playing. Mine was Ron Dane, his rookie year. <laughs> do you know how bad of, bad of a team I had that year? <laughs> I had no bad. clue what I was Probably doing. pretty bad. Yep, Ron Dane. Anyways, Hillary, what uh, – why do you like about or what do you like about the Mega Ball other than beating Eric? Um, I like that it's unique. Um, it kind of brings a lot of people together. I do have some coworkers in it, some friends in it, so kind of like to talk crap with them. Um, and I guess it, it's a lot more fun too when you're actually winning. Um, I'm like this guy over here, so yeah, I enjoy it. You know, you're not just winning. This is a little sneak preview, but you're also in the top ten of power rankings. Oh. How does it feel I mean, just taking a bunch of dudes' butts? It's got to feel great. Yeah, it feels good. I just want to point out that I did pick your team for the top <laughs> 10 originally before the before the season even started. I just want to point that out. All right. Wasn't she, like, number one in the power rankings, like, almost the whole year last year, too? She was. You were on top for probably three I mean, or four weeks. This isn't coincidence. Yeah. I mean... Hillary, you know, before we let you go, I, did you listen to last week's episode? Because Eric lost his notes that you had wrote for him and his performance last week on last last episode. He could not find his notes and he was panicking. And it was just proof that you write all of his material. So you are more than welcome moving forward to join our show and replace Eric. Yeah. You have, it's, it's an open invite. All right. Jake, any questions for Hillary? I, I guess, um, so Eric likes to message Derek and I regarding trades or trade offers or offers that he gets. Um, does he ever consult you with these trade offers? He does ask me a lot, but honestly, he does like the opposite of what I say. So I don't know why he even Man, asks That's That's crazy yeah. that he just never wins any leagues. No, he <laughs> literally crazy. does the opposite of what I just... tell him. So I don't know. Man, Eric, this is going to be a tough one to recover from. Yeah. You know what? I just like to hear you guys' input. That's I just want you guys to feel wanted. That's why I ask you guys questions. That's it. Yeah. Sure. Well, Hillary, anything else you want to say or let people know about yourself before no. we let you go? Nothing exciting. No? So. Well, I'm glad you got all dolled up for us. You know, of we course. are pretty important, and I thank you for joining this episode. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Hillary. God, Eric, she's great. You know that? Oh my God, I found a diamond in the rough there, didn't I? You, you did. Eventually, we'll have an all wives. We'll have our wives join for one episode towards the end of the year, so they can just all vent about us and complain about how much time we spend playing fantasy football. Because that's all my wife would do. Yeah, I believe I don't, that. We could not do that. That'd be great. I spend a lot of time on fantasy football, Derek, and I'm pretty sure you have me beat by like five times. Yep. Yep. I do a lot of studying. I didn't think I'd ever meet someone that was more obsessed with fantasy sports than Eric. 
and then I met my friend Derek, and I introduced the two, and now they just now I'm on a podcast with them. Yep, it's crazy. Welcome. Yep. All right, let's move on. So week nine is in the books. We are looking ahead to week ten, but before we do that, uh, I want to bring up our high points of the week. Score was Nate Rundy. He scored 195.60 points. Man, that kid. Nate He's Rundy always popping up on there. Nate. Yeah. I yes, mean, and I, I like, even told Nate, like, I was messaging him recently, and I said, Nate, you know, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but we talk about you on a weekly basis because you're always winning. So hopefully, Nate, if you're I think listening, he's a Southwestern boy, isn't he? I am not sure. I know he has kids right now in Belmont, so I might I'm be a sure. Belmont brave now. No, I'm pretty sure he's a that, Southwestern boy. That must Anyways, be last place. Tyler Dartery is out of the hole. He got his first win of the season, and so did BJ Elliott, who was the other O team, O and whatever, eight team. He took down, not only did he take down my brother, he kicked my brother's butt. So we have a new person in last place. Yes. How did I miss that? Your brother? No, not my brother. He has maybe two or three wins. But this person's going to have a hard time digging it. He's going to need a miracle. <laughs> this last place person is Tyler Timberman at Ooh. one and eight, and he has scored the lowest point. But, but there is a guy that is, I think he's 40 points within Tyler, and these guys yeah. are over 100 points behind everybody else that are one and, set, one and eight. And that's Chris Eastler. Chris Eastler, I don't know if you listen to this, you're one and eight. Unfortunately, you're one. Win is against me. <laughs> I'll admit what? it. Yeah, his one win is against me. He had a big week against me. He scored like 180 points against me, and then he hasn't I mean, broke 100 points. Really bad. So my team yeah, is bad. Yeah. So Tyler Timmerman, you have two weeks left to dig yourself out of this hole, and I can't think of a better person to have this license plate. Go to. Oh, man, I, think I will 100 percent. Drive to his house every day and make sure that license plate is on, too. You better. All right, let's go into the top 10 power rankings. At number one, we still have Brett Adams. He's held, he's had the number one spot for quite some time. Nate Rundy is number two. Nate Wedig at number three. Ben Binder at four. Matt Schwanis at five. Jonah Curley at six. Eric Ron, his first time entering into the power rankings, he's at number seven. Patrick Donovan, who is a popular name on the show. Patrick Donovan is at number eight. Chris Marish at nine. And then Hillary Barsh rounded out the top 10 at number 10. Nice. So, all right. So we, I sent this out in the last email last week, and I'll send out a reminder each week from here. But I want to do a little Mega Bowl celebration party. Hopefully we can get a lot of the guys together. I think it'd be a good way just for everybody to start meeting each other. Um, there's a lot of people in this league. I'd say half the league, I just don't know. Um, so we're going to do this on January 8th at noon. It's week 18 of the NFL season. We're going to do this at the Annex in Platteville, Wisconsin. Uh, the owner of the Annex is also part of Derek's Mega Bowl, so it's a good way to support him. Uh, I think what we're going to do is do a um, potluck. So the annex is part of a pizza joint, but their pizza doesn't open up. I think the restaurant doesn't open up until two o'clock. So we talked about doing a potluck. So 
more to come. I'll kind of get a feeler to see who is who will come so we can figure out how much we need to bring or who's bringing what. But yeah, I think it'll be a good way. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Be a what cool way to what day did you say that was? Sunday, January 8th, week 18. It's the week after the Derek's Mega Bowl Super Bowl. So I'll probably have envelopes of money to hand out to people. Um, and we can hopefully the Super Bowl champion is from around here. You know, I know there's guys from I mean, others. I'll be there. So yeah. yeah. So there's guys from other states like Tim Stokes lives in Georgia. Yeah. I would we'll love to have you, Tim, we'll but I do. Tim. Yeah, we'll see you there, Tim. January Tim, is if beautiful. Win the Super Bowl, you better get your butt here. I th- no, I think that that's gonna be a cool thing. I think if we can get a lot of uh, these guys here, I don't know ninety percent of the people in the league, so it'd be interesting just to see a face, put, put a face to it. Yeah, the funny thing is, I when I sent that email, I had a guy respond to me. I don't know who he is, and he goes, "Wait, in Platteville? I live in Platteville." I'm thinking. <laughs> Well, so do I. <laughs> and I, he goes, and I said, told him that, yeah, we're doing it at the annex. And he's like, yeah, I, I know Squeak, like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, Squeak's in the league. And he's just like, what? Squeak's in the league? I'm like, yeah. So it's just, it's a small world. I think people, people will be surprised how many people that I might actually know in this league. So hopefully that a lot of people can come. I think it would be, like I said, a great opportunity to get to meet people. And just fun. We all have the same passion, you know, fantasy football, and we can just talk about football and watch football. So, yep, I agree. All right. So, the playoffs, we talked about this earlier. I don't know, maybe episode three or four. Um, the playoffs start after week 11. So, we have two more weeks week 10 and week 11 of the regular season. So, week 12 is the first week of the playoffs. So, There are two divisions. There's the AFC and the NFC division, and each AFC and NFC each have five uh, separate smaller divisions. So look at your your uh, league name. So for example, I'm in the NSYNC, and it's an it will say AFC next to it. Just know, hey, you're in the AFC. You're going to pay attention to the AFC bracket if you do make the playoffs. The number one seeds. So there's five number one seeds. Well, five division winners, they automatically qualify for the playoffs. They all, the top four receive a two round bye. The next four teams, so there's 24 teams that make the playoffs from each division. So the top four overall teams, which are the division winners, except one, receive a two round bye. The next four teams, so essentially five through eight, they'll receive a round one bye. The number six seeded team will be the team that scores the highest total points in the AFC or the N- and the NFC. They get the six seed. So no matter the record, they could be one and 10 at the end of the season. But if they just had bad luck and they scored more points than anybody else other than the division winner, they have the six seed locked up in a first round bye. Then after that, we have a little bit more fun. And a little, it's going to be a little bit more confusing. I will send a, I just have to create a somewhat a decent looking bracket rather than my chicken scratch. So week 12 will be a battle of, um, pot of four teams playing each other. So for example, you could have the number nine seed versus the number 16 seed versus the number 17 seed versus the number 24 seed. With that, um, the higher seed, the better seed. So like for the number nine example, 
gets plus 12 points added to their score. So this year, I really want to uh, reward those teams that finish better in their division. If you're the number six, if you're the second highest seed in that matchup, you get plus eight points. If you're the third highest seed in that division matchup, you get plus four points. And if you're the lowest seed, you get no help. You deserve no help. Like, yeah, you snuck into the playoffs, but the other teams that you're playing against should have the opportunity to have a one step up on you. So there will be four pods of four groups playing each other during that round. And then after that, it will be just, you'll be playing one team from there on out all the way to the Super Bowl, which Super Bowl is week 17. It will be the winner of the AFC versus the NFC. I think I explained that decently well. It's I gonna... got a question for you. Yep. Um, you you don't need to worry about it. You're not making the playoffs. I got a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really didn't have anything for that, Jake. Just screw you. So <laughs> I just want to confirm this because I was under the misunderstanding, I guess. So the top five seeds are going to be division winners, right. correct, of the AFC and NFC. Right. The number six seed is going to be the highest scoring team non-division that, winner? Non. So – you're going to wipe out the non-division winners because they automatically yep. have the top five seed. Yep. Or, yep. Then after that, it goes to whoever's the highest scoring team remaining that isn't a division winner in the AFC and the NFC. So there's going to be two teams, one that's going to represent the AFC and there's one right. that's going to represent the NFC. They will get the sixth seed no matter what. It doesn't matter your record. I don't care about your record. Really in fantasy football, oh, I got more you. points you score, you're really the better team you've just had you could have a terrible record and just had bad luck like they they should do that in the nfl just have the team that didn't win their division that scored the highest amount of points and they get in the playoffs it kind of would make it fun because the fourth quarters you know even if you're up 40 points i know i guess the lions wouldn't get in but i'm just saying like i mean they haven't scored a lot of points in the last three weeks no but I don't know how you would do it. I mean, at least in the NFL, you have a defense on the field and you can play defense. Where fantasy football, you have a defense on your team, but you technically can't play defense. Well, well, I should say that. But if you have a bad team that scores a lot of points and they make the playoffs, I wouldn't want to play them if you're a division winner. Yeah. Right. But I don't think you're you're not necessarily a bad team if you have high points. No, you're 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 an unlucky team. Yeah. Yeah. I guess oh. my, I guess the reason why I asked that, and I was, I guess I was just getting my hopes up, I guess, but I haven't won many games if you guys haven't been listening to this at all, but I was, for some reason I was thinking it was like the top 23 teams get in and then auto whoever didn't make it. So you might be a, a zero win team, but if you scored the most points out of all the teams that didn't qualify for playoffs, then you snuck into the playoffs. Right. And I, I, so this is one thing I've talked about with a few people outside of this podcast, how we could do this differently next year. And I think that's one option I'm going to do is the last remaining, the last team to get in, no matter record will be that 24th or, you know, it could be expanded more than that. Next year, I hope we have 200, 300 teams, but I'm just saying that last team in each division, no matter the record, will get that 
final seed. But this year I decided to do it differently. I decided to reward that team a little bit better, so to say, because you get a first round bye. So that's what we're going to do this year. I'd appreciate so, it if you just rolled that into this year so I still have a shot. Um, hey, if you I, score. You don't want me in the playoffs, so I understand. Hey. Even though your record, you are officially eliminated. If you score 300 points in the next two weeks, I guarantee you'll probably get in the playoffs. Not this year. You score 300 points and you gain, what, 400 total points on whoever, I, you probably will get in the playoffs. I will not have enough wins to qualify for, for playoffs, I guarantee. You will have enough points to get that final you're not doing that like this, like that this year, though. You're going by record this year. No, oh, I'm going by total points scored. What are you talking Didn't about? Did he just explain this? It doesn't matter your record for the number six seed. It all that matters is number points, points yeah. scored. You could be one in ten. Whoever is the highest point scored, no matter non-division winner, non-division winner, you scored the most points. You could be one in ten, and you've scored the most points in your division, other than the division winners. You get that final seed. So, yes, you still have a chance. You just need to hit the lotto and score probably 250, 300 points both weeks. So, I mean, not just division winners make the playoffs, though. Right. So then after that, in all of the AFC and all of the NFC, after that, so the first top five is division winners. The sixth seed is the highest points. And then the seven through 24 is the next best teams based on record and the point. So the point scored. Point but scored what, if, is what if your top, your, your number six seed, the, the, you know, the number one scoring team is one of those. Well, then teams. somebody else after that gets like, they just get moved up. Yeah. Just bump. Yeah. Just, they just, yeah, they get, just, get, they just get bumped up. So they could be really well. So they, they become the six seed, and yeah. then it just gives. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yep. Basically, uh, what you're trying to say is all these five win teams, you better keep winning because that is about half the league is at five wins. So speaking so of that, four wins is four wins good? So I, I, I got a little bit. I'm so right in. I'm in the hunt. Our Derek's Mega Bowl insider, who is. Patrick Donovan. I'm just going to call him the insider. He is way better than Adam Schefter. Okay. I was say he's just like Adam Scheffler. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Patrick Donovan says there are 72 teams that have five and four records or better. I think there is only one, maybe one or two teams that only have, I don't even know if there's, I think everybody has at least two losses. So, between seven and two and five and four, there are 72 teams which is crazy i'm one of those teams i'm five and four and i'm ninth in my division five have, and four and i am ninth in my you division. you have five wins i have five wins i've seen your team i it just blows my mind that you have five wins well i started out three and oh and then after that oh it makes sense yeah i mean i see your team is like a two-win team well right now because i have like five guys healthy Okay, so our insider also said 83 teams are still alive for the playoffs. So that does mean four win teams are still alive. He did say probably more like 70 has a legit shot. 10 to 15 of those other teams need miracles. One of those people are Jake will need a miracle to get in, but there's a chance. 
There's a chance. If 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 Justin Fields scores 48 points a week like he did last week for the rest of the season, I'm in. Yeah. And if Jonathan Taylor comes back and actually plays and does Don't well. even need it. Don't even need it. If Justin Fields scores 48 points every, every week. Jake, if Justin Fields, Fields scores 48 points every week, I still have a shot. Yeah. Do you have him? Yes. Okay, so also right, let's, you're let's in, go. You're let's in. listen to what our insider also says. His model, his predictor that he has, says it's possible a five-win team gets in. It's also possible a seven-win team does not get in. So a team could finish seven-four and not get in. It's more than likely there will be a handful of teams that are six and five do not get in the playoffs. He ran a couple models, a couple like projection stuff, and there are a handful of times that Jake gets in, but he's said he's one of those needing that miracle you do need to score about 230 points each week for you to get in 230 huh easy jake so you have like a 10 percent chance 230 no one scores 230 you could hey you got justin fields man that's all you need that's all we've talked about i I had the most points in my division i had the most points in my division this week i had the most points in my division this week and i scored 153 well, you're doing well, you better put it another 80 on top of that, Jake. Yeah. So, hey, Jake, there's a chance you're not completely eliminated. And like I said, you're one of the hottest teams. If I win out, I get in. It doesn't matter what I score. Very well could happen. So that's what our insider says. That's what his predictor and everything says. So if you are a four-win team, you still have a chance. If you are a three-win team or less, you're probably out of it unless you have scored a massive amount of points. And even like myself at five women teams, I'm one of those teams that he did say will probably need a miracle. Not just A, to win a game, and B, I need to score some points. I need some people to lose because my team sucks. All right, guys. That's it for our playoff talk. Um, What our... Megable Insider has to say. So this week we are going to do our pick 'em. We started this two weeks ago. Last week, guys, we rocked the pick'ems. I don't know if you paid attention to this. So I Jake, mean, I have been rocking Jake them. and Eric, you guys finished nine and three last week. The nine and three record. I finished ten and two with the record. So overall, right now, Jake is still in the lead. His overall record is twenty-three and thirteen. And both Eric and I are 21 and 15. So we're, I would say we're doing well. Right? Yeah. Better than I better expected. Than, but better I than what we started we, out as. We all picked pretty close to the same, amount to the same teams to win. So. Right. Right. So good job, guys. All right. So the two divisions we're going to talk about this time is the new kids on the block and the NSYNC division, my division. So let's start on new kids on the block. Our first matchup features a person that was a guest of ours. He is the three and six Devin Kelvert versus the five and four Chris Bausch. Devin Kelvert rolling Minnesota heavy cousins and Delvin Cook. He's got Leonard Fournette who is seeing his snap share being taken away. Chris Godwin who gets 400 targets a game, but 30 yards a game. He's got a Mon Ron St. Brown. And then we got Chris Bausch, who's got the red hot 
Justin Fields, who's been the number one overall total scorer in the last four weeks. Austin Eckler, who seems to find the end zone all the time. Same with A.J. Brown. Debo Samuel looking back, or is coming back, hopefully. Guys, what do you got this matchup? Devin Calvert or Chris Bosch? Chris Bosch, Justin Fields. Win. That was a I think question. it's actually pretty close because it might look at first like Chris Bosch is a pretty easy winner here with his running backs and AJ Brown and Debo. But and Justin Fields. at the very bottom of his flex, Devin Calvert has Amon Ra and he's gotta he's gotta pick it up sometime. They're not gonna they're not gonna be playing from ahead like they did against the Packers this past week. So Amon Ra and Jamal Williams. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got two two lions, which is scary. Two lions and two Vikings. You wouldn't think that team would be would be very good, which he's only three and six. So, but I'm going Chris Bosch. You know, I'm gonna. I need to catch up on some points. I don't like the Kirk Cousin play at Buffalo, especially them coming up. And I just can't do it. Nope, I'm going Chris. Sorry, Devin, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna roll with you, but dude, Kirk Cousins can't do it. So all right. The next matchup, we have the three and six RFL red zone. Change your name, dude. Versus the six and three Derek Luan. Am I saying his last name right? Luan. Luan. All right. RFL red zone. He's rolling with Dak Prescott. He's got Aaron Jones, Pittman, Olave. He's got the red hot DeAndre Hopkins. Versus Derek, he's got Patty Mahomes, Kamara, Lockett's. He's got Darnell Mooney in his lineup right now. Might change. Uh, I think that's what he's going to roll with. I'm going to go RFL red zone. I can't pick against Dak Prescott. That's dumb. Derek Lewan. Yeah, I think it has to be Lewan here. It's crazy. I mean, it's fantasy football for you, but at the start of this year, RFL red zone had Michael Thomas, Brees Hall, and Najee. I would yeah. say that 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 side probably wins nine, nine out of ten times. But it's yeah. uh, you start to see clearly Juju's catching on with Patty Mahomes. Tyler Lockett is still performing. Hawkinson, he might be the hot pickup. He might be the he might be what Patrick Donovan was talking about that a lot of the playoff teams have Hawkinson on the yeah. playoff squad because he looks like he could be. If he's getting nine, ten targets every week like he did this first week with Minnesota, it'd be interesting. Right. But, yeah, I'm going Derek Lewan here. All right, our next matchup, we got Run CMC, who is Barrett Veith, and he's three and six, versus the five and four Todd's Tebow's. Barrett rolling with Brady. He's got McCaffrey. He's got Montgomery. Ugh, after that, pretty Mike Evans, David Montgomery, pretty – Pretty ugly. Todd Stevos, he's got Trevor Lawrence, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb, Justin Jefferson. He might have a healthy, maybe Keenan Allen. I, I'm i over Keenan Allen. Jarvis Landry, possibly back. He's hurting because he's got Lamar Jackson on a, on a bye. I am going to go. I'm going to go Barrett Beath on this one. Who? Who? On CMC. Oh, I was like. His name is Barrett. Who that is. We don't know that. <laughs> I just said his name is Barrett B. All right. What do you guys got? Eric, what do you got? This is a tough one. It's 
it's really not because I don't. Keenan Allen is not playing. Jarvis. Yeah, thanks I, for trading him to me in Dynasty, by the way. Yeah, thanks really, for the really good for first me. round pick. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. he's been playing so much for me. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Keenan Allen's not playing. He's not even practicing yet, even though that they say he's day He practiced this week, I thought. No. no. Jarvis Landry, I, maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't, but I don't think it really matters anyway. Terry McLaurin's facing Philly. That's a tough secondary to go against. His flexes uh, for run CMC don't look very good, but he's got Deonta Foreman against Atlanta, and I think he's going to run, run all over him. So I'm going run CMC. There are Jake. I'm going to go Todd Tebow's um, just because screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good reasoning. We have the five and four Brian Kasich versus the five and four Slugger Lefty, who is Wyatt Schwanis. Brian's got Josh Allen. Hopefully he's going to play. He does have Ramondre Stevenson out of bye. He's got Roheem Mostert, who is, I wouldn't say, is a must start anymore. Allen Lazard. A.J. Dillon, Khalil Herbert, ouch, versus Wyatt. He has Tua, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. Wow, he has a lot of Miami players. Jeff Wilson, who is probably a player that's on the rise. I am all over on this one for Wyatt. What do you guys got? Jake? Okay, I'll go. Uh, it's slugger lefty, pretty damn easy to me. Yep. Tua, Tua looks like a stud with Tyreek and Waddle, and uh, it looks like he also has uh, Jeff Wilson as the counter to Raheem Mostert anymore. I think Jeff Wilson just looks more explosive, more everything than Raheem Mostert. So, yep. Jake, who you got? I'm trying to. I don't know. He's got all those Miami guys. Josh Allen might not play this week. I yeah, but he still has Daniel Jones. It's not like he's. What, what you guy. just said should make you pick Slugger Lefty. Yeah. So yeah. so here's here's this is why I'm hesitant. This is why I'm going with Brian Kasich. Uh, Cleveland's defense is really good, and I. Those two receivers are only as good as Tua can stay on his feet. And I don't think he stays on his feet very much this weekend. Um, I think Tua has a bad game. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go because I I think he's gonna put Josh Allen in um, for Stevenson on the bye. Uh, I hope so. Anyways, uh, I, I'm gonna go Brian. All right, all right. Our next matchup we have the four and five Brandon Nager versus the four and five Mark Shafari. Brandon, he's got Kyler Murray, Saquon, Swift, Darren Waller, possibly, but wouldn't count on it, Brandon Ayuk. Then you also got Mark Shafari, who's got Justin Herbert, Josh Jacobs, who is on a two-game slump. He's got Antonio Gibson, Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, George Kittle. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. This I'm is a real tough one. This one is a tough one. I am going to go... I, uh, I'll take Mark Shafari on this one. By the way, Mark Shafari went to school, high school, with Jimmy G. Fun fact. Really? Sure. Yep. Nice. Well, I, I, I'll go first. Case. I'll go first, Aaron. Okay. This is an easy one. Brandon Nagger. 
easy decision. All right, Eric. If DeAndre Swift was getting a full workload, I think I could probably leave Brandon's side, but I'm going Mark Shafari. I think just depth-wise throughout that whole roster, I think you should probably put Drake London in for Gusecki or, or even Brian Robinson and uh, take a chance at getting some kind of more points. I don't think any of those other guys are going to score anything. But All right. Our final matchup of the No Kids on the Block, we have – one of our power ranking teams, the seven and two Eric Ron versus the four and five David Zimmerman. Eric, he's got Jalen Hurts, he's got Damian Pierce, ETN, my ride or die, Stefan Diggs, Judy, Kelsey, Cordell Patterson is back. And then we have David Zimmerman rolling with Jared Goff. He's got Kenny G, Baby Walker, Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb, Tyreek Hill. Maybe has Brandon Cooks. I see he's going to practice on Thursday, so I would expect him to play. He does have Zeke on his bench. I think Zeke, Zeke is going to play, so I probably would expect him to put him in his lineup somewhere, over Clyde, especially over Clyde Edwards-Alaire. What do you guys think? What do you got on this one? Eric Rohn. Easy. He's got, he's got a good team. Yeah, he does. I'm going He Eric does, Rohn. but... Oh, the butt. I am, I am going Eric Rohn, but... I, yeah, I I don't I don't hate that team by David Zimmerman either though. Either then go I. with David Zimmerman. Do it. Be a man. Yeah, don't be a don't be someone that's. What would Hillary do? Doesn't right take chances. What would Hillary do? She wouldn't listen to me, like she never does. But anyways, Eric Roan. Ron is my is my Ron is my pick. All right. All right. So that's it for the new kids on the block. Let's quickly go through and sync. Let's move to this a little faster. All right. We're going to hey, start. We go as night. fast as you go. Yep. We have my team color. at five and four, Derek Hubbard versus the six and three, Brandon Kalish. I got Patty Mahomes. I got hopefully Jonathan Taylor, Deontay Foreman. Oh boy. I'm embarrassed to talk about my team. That's all I have. <laughs> and then Brandon Kalish, he's got Kyler Murray. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Simon Ron. Yeah. I I'm going Brandon. I can't pick myself to ever win another game. My team's sad. I'm actually I have it written down that I chose you. I'm not sure why, but I did. So I'm going with Derek Hubbard. I'm not happy about choosing you, but I'm in, I'm doing it. Uh, I'm going Derek Hubbard. I'm going wow, Derek Hubbard guys. this week. This is easy. Um, <laughs> I love how your easy comment. Easy? <laughs> easy? Have you this easy. That? You have Patrick Mahomes going against Jacksonville. Your you flexes have... make it easier. Darnell Mooney's getting two TDs this weekend. <laughs> I do think Gabe Davis gets up. Yeah, Njoku coming back. Yeah. I mean, my team is getting a little healthier, but... Man, I've just lost so many. He's got Melvin Gordon starting in his flex spot. Like, that's a droppable guy. All right, let's move on. We got the five and four Brandon Krantz versus the one and eight Chris Eastler. Like I told you guys earlier, that one is my name. That's me. Brandon Krantz, he's got Dak Prescott, Christian McCaffrey, A.J. Brown, D.K. Gibson. And then... Chris Easter, he's got Jimmy G, he's got Najee, he's got Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyle Pitts, Chris Godwin. I'm going to pick an upset this week. I'm going to say Chris Easter gets a second one of the week. 
wishful thinking so that you're not the only one or what? I'm going current. Um, no, I, I, I just think. This is Brandon Krantz all the way. I think that is, if he sneaks into the playoffs, he's a five-win team. If he sneaks into the playoffs, I'd look out for that squad. Yeah. He's, he's the one that... T, He's got T. Higgins out this week, but as he's the T. Guy Higgins, that's... that looks really good. He's the guy that's, he was the number one overall pick, and I thought for sure he's going Taylor, and he's sniped. Christian McCaffrey for me. That's pretty disappointing. All right. We have the five and four team M to Max versus the two and seven John Stingley. Sem Sem to Max, Semtex, whatever. Has Kirk Cousins, AJ Dillon, DeAndre Swift, Lazard, CeeDee Lamb, Pittman. And then John Stingley. He's got Trevor Lawrence. He's got Zeke. He's got Tyreek. He's got Cooper Cup. Possibly Keenan Allen, but I'm not counting on that. Yeah, his team is pretty bad. He's on a seven-game losing streak as well. Oof. I'll, I'll, well, the last one was to me too, so you know that's that's when life is bad. I'm gonna go team Sem Tex Max. Eric, I did this earlier and I chose Sem Max too, but I'm not really sure why. Again, because it's hard to root against Tyreek and Cooper Cup, but. I think Zeke finds the end zone against Green Bay, too. So I'm going Team Semtemex. I don't want to, or Tex, Semtex Max, yep. whatever your name is. He's All a right, Titan Jake. Fan. I, don't know, I know that. I, I'm going with the guy, the only guy in Mega that has his profile pic as a selfie. I'm going John Stingley. <laughs> um, How do you know that that's a, he, a selfie? I'm pretty sure that's a I, selfie. Yes, I don't. I guess I don't. You're right. I don't know what's a selfie. Um, it could just be of a random other person, uh, which would be even John, worse. Hey, John, if you're listening to this, <laughs> hey, dude, we love you for that selfie. All right, we have the six and three Jim Wheeler versus the six and three Jordan Zinn. This is kind of a heavyweight showdown. Jim, he's got Tua, he's got ETN, he's got Olave, Jordan Palmer, who's probably going to be the number one for their team, Devontae Adams. And then you got. Jordan, he's got Josh Allen, Jacobs, Jefferson, Cooper, Ayuk, Jamal Williams, Leonard Fournette. I am going to take Jordan's in this week. You know what? No, I don't. I have it, writ- I have it written down as Jordan's in, and I am changing my answer because I do not 100% sure Josh Allen plays, and Tua's been playing good, and I actually like a lot of the matchups for Jim Weaver, and I am going to go with Jim Weaver. Well, his defense is going to put up 20 points, too. He's got Dallas defense, and I can't wait for Parsons to kill Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you said that against the Bears, too, and that didn't work out. Um, (laughs) And their defense scored a tutty. Parsons scored a tutty. Sure. They gave (laughs) up, like, 30 points, but whatever. Um, Oh, this is a, this is tough because Josh Allen plays. It's Jordan's in all the way, but he does not have another person to put in at quarterback. I don't think Tua does well this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Josh Allen plays. I'm going to go with Josh Allen plays well, and I'm going to go with Jordan's in. All right. Like it. All right. We have 
two more matchups. We have the five and four Todd Brzee versus the five and four Ryan Budin. Ryan Budin. Todd, he's got Jalen Hurts. He's got Damian Pierce. He's got Kamara. David Montgomery, Stephon Diggs, and then Ryan Boone. He's got Daniel Jones in his starting spot at quarterback. Kenny G, Baby Walker, Derrick Henry, Juju, who's been playing well as of late, James Conner, Debo Samuel. Yeah, I I 100% expect, well, man, Todd's got two good quarterbacks. He's got Justin Fields on his bench. That's, that's pretty tough to bench Justin Fields. I'm going Todd Brzee this week. I'm I'm going Todd Breezy, um, but you need to put in Fields for Hertz. This field's gonna blow up against Detroit and Washington has been tough against QBs. You cannot bench Jalen Hurts, can you? I would. You would I might I might this if, week. If your season was on the line and you had whatever team Go look, at, go look at go look at go look at other quarterbacks and how they've done to war against Washington. Not only that, Todd is a diehard Chicago Bears fan. Man, this is an easy choice, man. Do it. Eric, what do you got? I'm going Todd Brucey. <laughs> Couldn't fuck Ryan, but <laughs> All right, our final matchup of the pick'em this week. We have the three and six, Kevin McGee versus the five and four, Mike Vondra. So, if people don't know, Kevin McGee, if he has Jalen Waddle showing that actually represents Keenan Allen, there's something that happened in the draft. So, we have two people in this division that has Keenan Allen. Long story, but just know that in this lineup. So, Kevin has Tom Brady. He's got. Ooh, Cordell Patterson, Michael Gallup, Travis Kelsey, Brandon Cooks. Ooh. The Mike Vondra, he's got Geno Smith, Eckler, Barkley, Evans, Lockett, Hawkinson. Man, some of these flex spots are not very good. I'm going to go Mike Vondra. Mike Vondra, uh, Kevin McGee's got some pretty glaring holes in his roster right now. Yeah, that's tough. Joe Mixon on a bye. Yeah. Eric, what do you got? I'm going Mike Vondra as well. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's it for our pick em. All right, guys. Are you ready for this? You ready to have some fun? I mean, it's fun on my end. I don't know how much fun it is on your end. Well, since I have very much no fun. idea what's going on, then uh, yeah, I'm ready. All right. So... Right. We have fantasy or fantasy edition family feud. So family feud fantasy football edition. So we're gonna we have three rounds. I'm gonna read the question. Whoever says their name, so you gotta say Jake or Eric, you'll get to guess. If you get the number one overall answer, you get to decide if you're gonna play or pass, if pay or play or pass. If not, then the other person gets to guess, and whoever has the better answer gets to decide player player pass. All right, here we go. Question number one. Outside of Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, and Zach Ertz, who are the next seven tight ends in terms of points scored? The next seven? The top seven. So 
four through number 10. So you're eliminated Andrews, Kelsey, and Zach Ertz. Who sits there? Seven answers Eric. available. Who are tight ends four through 10? Eric, give me. Eric, 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 Eric. Eric. Okay, Everybody. what? David Njoku. David Njoku is right. He is number nine. So number six on the board. Two points. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good guess. All right, Jake, you get a chance to steal the board. Okay, so I just have to name another one. You just have to say one. Uh, top top four, ten, right? Three. Firemuth. Two. Pat Firemuth. No way. Is not in the. Hurt. Uh, there's a. This is exactly like last time. So. Eric, with that said, you have a chance to pass or play. Do you want to play? I'll take it. All right. You have three strikes remaining. Eric, give me who is a tight end in the range of four through ten. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard is the number one answer. All right. Eric, give me another tight end. No looking this up either. Don't cheat, guys. I know you guys have computers and phones in front of you. I'm just saying. I'm going to take a wild shot and say Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is the number three answer. One big week is all it takes. Yep. All right, Eric. Four answers remaining on the board. You have three strikes left. Um, TJ Hawkinson. DJ Hawkinson is on the board. He is the number two answer. We're six points. Eric, you're rocking it right now. You have three remaining. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett is the number seven answer worth one point. Two answers remaining on the board. Eric, you have all three strikes. You're doing well, man. This is a good showing. This is a good start. Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin is the number four answer. I did not expect you to get this one. Oh, my one. God. This is How? impressive, man. He has got – all right. How I'm a Conklin big on? Zach Wilson fan, so. We have a number. The number three spot is remaining. One answer remaining on the board. Three strikes. Eric. There's a pretty glaring name in my head. You got three. You got three strikes. Right or not, but I'm going to say Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst is the final answer. He is number eight overall <laughs> on the board. Eric, you just cleaned house right there. I'm not going to lie. I lost. You gave that to me. <laughs> I didn't think I would even get two of them, but they just started coming to me. Eric, wow, no strikes. Twenty-eight points right off the gate but there's two more rounds remaining so jake dude you still have a chance dude you still got like double and triple round jake so that that first round's like nothing and jake I fucking hate this jake <laughs> this next question is going to be pretty easy for the most part i don't know if you're going to get them all right you guys but ah uh, you might this this is i this is a very easy one by the way, these are all. 20- Why do you guys say that? Why these are say all that? 2022 season related weeks one through nine. You sound like my boss when he says, "Oh, it's it's, it's a quick five minute job." Yeah. 
and yeah. two days later, we're still working on it. All right. Give me, there are 10 answers on the board. Give me the top 10 scoring wide receivers in PPR format. Eric. All right. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is the number one answer for 10 points. Pretty easy. Do you want to pay, play or pass? I'll let Jake play. I'll clean up afterwards. All right, Jake. Nine answers remaining on the board. Give me a top 10 scoring wide receiver in PPR formats. AJ Brown. AJ Brown is on the board. He is the number seven answer on the board. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is the number four answer on the board for seven points. Hey, you're doing well, man. Cooper Cup's on there. Cooper Cup is the number two answer on the board worth nine points. Jake, you have all three strikes remaining. Give me a top 10 scoring wide receiver in PPR formats. I'm trying, trying to think of someone that's not injured or hasn't been injured. Uh, Five, four, three. Give me, give me Jacoby Myers. Jesus. Jacoby Myers, unfortunately. Oh, he's not on the not list? On Dang the it. List. Dang it. That would be hit first strike. 10, oh, my God. That was eight. Like I said, this is going to be tough. There's some guys you're probably not going to expect. All right, Jake. Two strikes remaining. Six answers remaining on the board. Oh, I still get to go? You still get to go. You got three strikes, dude. Oh. Strike number I one. This, I don't know how this game is played. Um. You already said Tyree Killer, right? Right. Uh, you have the number three, the number five, and six, and eight, nine, and ten spots. Give me. Uh, I feel like there's one or two names that are very obvious. Yeah, sure, sure there. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> five, four. Uh, give me Waddle. Is Waddle on there? Jalen Waddle <laughs> is the number five answer. Good job. All right. Five answers remaining, two strikes left. I, gotta, I have the hardest time thinking of like who plays on what team when I'm on the clock like this. Uh, and um, Jake, do you get nervous peeing next to somebody? You just get stage fright. I feel I like, don't, this is like I don't actually. That's surprising. I, I, I uh, I, I actually I feel I feel really comfortable doing it actually. Um just you know, whip I'm it one out. Of those guys that will just walk up to the bathroom no matter who it is and just pull my pants all the way down to my ankles and stand there. I just yeah, just flop it right up right up. I don't actually the... just flop in front, I just pee like I do. No, my, I do I like, like, like I give it a little slap against the porcelain. <laughs> oh god. Okay, Jake, let's get back to this. <laughs> Jake, give me a receiver. top ten scoring wide receiver in PPR formats. Oh man. Um Five. Give me CD Lamb. Two. One. CD Lamb is not on the list. He was last week, but with that buy, he does not make the list. Guessing someone big right now. Number three is still on the board. Number three, number six. And number ah, two guys man. that I feel like you I, should get. Jake, you got one strike. I left mean, on the board. I know people that 
I mean, the three people that listen to this right now are just screaming at me. Um, three people that listen. You're going to have a lot of people right now just. Oh. Four. Three. First. Two. Ron St. Brown. I'm Ron St. Brown. To save your board is not on the board. He is not on top 10. I think injuries prevented him from being there. I, I realize that. I just couldn't think of a, another receiver in the entire NFL right at Josh that moment. Allen's number one target. Eric. You have oh, a my God. That's the, the only team I – I don't even think of them, the bills in my head. Eric, is Gabe Davis your answer? <laughs> I was thinking Jake Kumaro, but um, I'm going to try Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is the number three answer. Is Devontae Adams on there too, maybe? Devontae Adams is number six. Jamar Chase is number eight. Number nine is Tyler Lockett. Can you guys guess number 10? Um, uh, obviously not. I couldn't even name another wide I'm receiver. I'm not even sure um, who's been listed so far, but give me a second. Um, so it's been Hill, Cup, Diggs, Jefferson, Waddle, Adams, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett. Who's the final one? Mike Evans? Jake? Debo? Right. Christian Kirk. Wow. Would have been a tough one. He's had, he's had some, some good weeks, so. Yeah. All right. This one's a little different question, a little more fun. It's not based off points. It's based off of bust range. All right, 10 questions or 10 answers on the board. Last round, Jake. Eric, you have a total of 72 points scored. Jake, you need to clean house on this one. All right, give me the 10 biggest busts of the 2022 season based on their draft spot. Jake. Jake, it's yours. Yes. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is the number one answer. Jake, you get to pass or play? What do you want to do? I'll play. I'll play. All right. All right. Give me the 10. Well, now we're down to nine. Biggest busts of the 2022 NFL season based off their draft spot. Najee Harris. Najee Harris is the number two answer. Wow, Jake. Coming alive, baby. All right, seven spots left, eight spots left, three strikes remaining. Give me a player that was a bust or is a bust. Uh, Javante Williams. Javante Williams does not make this list, but that is a guess. How does he make the list? That's a guess I probably would have said. All right. Fuck. One strike. Uh, I feel like there could be 20 guys on this list. So this one's a little bit harder. But there's some glaring. There's for sure, I think, three obvious ones. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I can't even think of a person's name right now. Uh, I'll give you a what, hint. What's I'll, your you need a hint. Who is who did somebody think will be on all playoff teams? I'm gonna go with here, Alan Lazard. Who side are you on here? Alan Lazard is not on this list. 
Nope, that is strike number two. I got three obvious names in my head right now. Jake. Uh, Devante Adams. Javante, Devante Adams, a, who is a, the number six overall scoring wide receiver. I don't know. Just strike me out. Just I want to be done with this. You are done. That is three I strikes. You are I out. Hate but hey, Jake, positive note. You got more answers right this time around than you did. I don't care. Played. I'm going to open. <laughs> Eric, you have a chance to steal the board. Eight answers remaining. Please give me I'll one. I'm going to give you. What's that? Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, or Kyle Pitts? Which one do you want? Are all three on there or no? I'm not going to tell you. Well, Kyle, Kyle Pitts is number one. You're going Kyle Pitts? Sure. Kyle Pitts is the number three answer with eight points. My all right, here's. would probably be Keenan Allen, though. Good thing you did not guess Keenan Allen. For some reason, really? Keenan Allen is not on this list. So oh. here's the. Dude, I don't know. Here's the top 10. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Kyle Pitts, J.K. Dobbins, Tom Brady, D.J. Moore, Darren Waller, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, and Elijah Mitchell. See, to me, I, I, I understand some of them, but like DeAndre Swift, he had, what, his first four games, he was a top five running back. I don't think that's a bust. It's not. And then and, and then he got hurt, but he yep. did more than Keenan Allen or Michael Thomas or a, a lot of other guys, I guess. But I I, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. That's, All right. That's, Jake has left the room. I know he's probably somewhere around. <laughs> so, Eric, you win the second round of the podcast over family yet? Feud. It is not over, but I'm oh, just going to okay. say right. it's we are done with Family Feud. Eric almost got it wrong. So Don't care. It was um, a close one. I just was uh, leaving to get done with this so we can move on to the next segment. All right. So Eric won with 99 total points. Jake, you crushed it with three questions, right? Three answers, right? All right, guys. That's it for this week's episode we didn't have any listener mailbag questions something i hope we can get back going i know one guy told me last week he was going to call if he had won but he did lose um so he didn't call we're gonna get some yeah so i i I encourage you guys it's real easy to do just have fun with it if you guys want that segment back you guys have to call it's as simple as that nothing we can do on our end um, if you guys have any questions about the playoffs, like I said, I will be sending out, I'll create a document. It won't be for tomorrow's email or today when you're listening to this podcast. Um, so you will see it in the near future. Next week, we're going to do a non-traditional episode as well. Jake will not be joining us. He is going on a hunting trip, right? Are I am, but I'm, I'll probably be on. You'll probably be on? I'm actually, either way, if you're not on, we are going to bring a special guest. I won't reveal his name, but he's the man, the myth, the legend, somebody we talk about quite a bit. He's also our insider. So if you caught that earlier, you can figure it out. Yep. So (laughs) next week, you guys are just finding this out, but this will work perfect because Mr. Insider can join this as well. We are going to play Jeopardy Fantasy Football Edition. Jeopardy. I won't be. I won't be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit easier. So, 
Uh, only yeah, get, you only get a here. point if you say what I'm here really busy. <laughs> so just know that next week we'll have a bunch of different categories. It'll be a lot of fun. But hey, look forward to hearing from you guys. Good luck in week 10. Like I said, two more weeks left of the regular season. And then it's playoffs. I can't believe we're already here. I can't believe we're looking at week 10 of the NFL season. The season is flying by. 15 episodes of this podcast. Can't believe it. It's been a lot of fun, though. Like I said, good luck this upcoming weekend. Big weekend for a lot of teams. And until next time, as a wise man once said, word to your mother. See you guys.